Hey up friends, how's it going? It's Mark, you're listening to episode 62 of the Looking Sideways Action Sports Podcast. It's the show where I try and uncover the most fascinating stories in action sports and other related related endeavours, but I think you probably know that by now. Thanks for tuning in to my little corner of the internet. If it's your first visit here, I hope you enjoy it and uh, maybe stick around, check out some of the old episodes. Right, number 62. So I've been going a while, almost two years now, unbelievably. And one of the main bits of feedback slash criticism I always get about this show, apart from please can we have more women, which is uh, duly noted as ever, is please can we have more skateboarders. Now what can I say? I'm working on it, on both counts actually. It's a bit harder with skaters really. As you probably noticed, I'm a snowboarder first, a surfer second and a skateboarder third, which is funny because it's the one that got me into this whole thing back in the day. And yeah, as a result, my skateboarding brethren are still circling around the podcast to a certain extent. Less keen to jump in and get behind the mic with a fucking snowboarder of all people. I mean, I get it. I used to share an office with the sidewalk boys many years ago and occasionally go out on the piss with them and whoever was passing through. And their slightly affectionate disdain for us snowboarding goons, as Andy Horsley used to call us, was pretty clear to see, although very affectionately meant, I am very aware. Uh, that's just the way it was. And that's kind of the way it is when I'm trying to book skateboarding guests, really. You know, there's a lot of people sort of expressing tentative interest, shall we say, but I can't really get a lot of them to commit. I mean, take Wig, who provided the imagery I've used for this episode and which you can see over at www.wearelookingsideways.com. Wig Warland, legend, probably the most influential skateboarding photographer from the UK of the last 20 years, a much requested guest. I've known him for over 20 years, I reckon. I mean, we're not great mates, but we have known each other a long time. I'd say there's a mutual respect there. I've asked him to come on the show. He says he's going to do it, but can I get a date out of him? Can I bollocks, as the great Paul Carfon said. My point is, I'm trying. It's not that easy booking guests for this show. For everyone I get on, there's like five people that turn me down or can't make it or they'll do it another time and all that. The good news is that I'd had this one booked in for months. And once me and Alan Rushbrook, this week's guest, found ourselves in the same field at Nelson's Tour de Test Valley of the month, we settled down for a chat, which is what you're about to listen to. Now, Alan is somebody I've been friends with for a while now. He's one of the key figures of 90s slash noughties UK skateboarding with a career that perfectly mirrors the path of the UK skate scene during that critical time. He honed his talent as part of the Nottingham scene and he rose to prominence as wider UK skateboarding stepped out of the shadow of the Cali-centric US skate industry and proudly embraced its own unique identity. He was there during the heyday of Radlands. He was a fixture in Rad and Sidewalk for years. He was a member of the Seminole Unabomber team. In short, he's a lifer, as many people that appear on this show are. And it was a great pleasure to sit him down and pick his brains on what's been an absolutely amazing career in skateboarding. Now, naturally, our conversation covered all this and more. As is always the case, whenever I see Al, we did end up geeking out on music a little bit. But really, this is a proper old trip down memory lane, which was recorded um, during a critical time for the UK skate scene, I'd say. This conversation took place around the time that we'd learned that Sidewalk, helmed by my old colleagues and friends, Ben Powell and Andy Horsley, had finally been put out to pasture. So we discussed that too. Alan is a legend, and this one is a great look back over one of UK skateboarding's most kindly remembered eras. So yeah, here it is, my conversation with Alan Rushbrook, Knox Landing, and full bonus marks if you're old enough to get that extremely bad dad joke of a title. Enjoy. (laughs) 
how you doing? Alan. Hello. We 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 did it. <laughs> Finally. We chat I think I asked you at this a year ago. Yeah. Because we were we were waiting for my missus to come back on the hundred, weren't we? Mm. And um, we had a little chat then. Yeah, we had a few beers. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it yeah, took yeah, us. Well, it's not like it's took us a year, but we've we've built up to it quite slowly, haven't we? Yeah, it's been exactly. been a good thing. How was yeah. today? You did the fifty, right? I did. I'm a bit shattered. Yeah. So yeah. But, uh, How was it? Uh, yeah, tiring. I think my knee blew out halfway, and then uh, I had to overcompensate on the. Uh, Left leg, so uh, yeah, I've got cramp in the left leg, and right? Uh, a knackered knee on the right, so, yeah. yeah. But you, you've done this loads, haven't you? Uh, three years, so yeah, yeah this is the third, and uh, yeah, that's no, good, yeah, awesome event, so yeah, gotta uh, yeah, get involved, it's good, yeah. And are you, um, have you, do you always do the 50 or do you sometimes do the 100? Uh, no, I've always done 50, yeah. Um, what do you uh, reckon about the 100? It's always the one in it you like every, every year, I'm like, oh, yeah, I might do the 100 <clears> next year, yeah, you know, I, yeah, pretty much, I'm like, I think. I want to do the hundred at least once. Yeah, do I mean? But uh, I think I need to uh, get on a bike and ride it a bit more. Um, I think past like, or well, what? Past couple of years, I've basically just got on a bike and uh, done the fifty, and right. not really done anything. So yeah. right. So it's a bit of a challenge, do I mean? But equally, like, I think you know the twenty-five is kind of well, not not easy, do I mean? But I think it's like fifty is like pushing myself. Yeah, I did the twenty-five today, and it. It's relaxing because mm. cause it's not it's just not stressful. Yeah, because you can just turn up and do it. Yeah, and um, we did it with loads of mates and their kids, and it's just pretty funny like, yeah, doing exactly. it with loads of kids. And you know, you know, you know, you know, after like twenty k, you've got a brownie stop coming up, and you know, we had a little, we had a pint, and yeah, we did the same. We sort of stopped off. We decided. I came down with some friends, and uh, we decided we'd do the fifty, and then uh, do half of it, and then. And then go to the boozer. So yeah, we stopped for a couple of pints. Uh, I'm not sure about stopping for a pint before the big hill. No, <laughs> I mean, but uh, yeah, because there's yeah. that there's, <clears throat> there is that killer hill, isn't there? Yep, <laughs> like on, on the fifty, where um, yeah, it is after the pub, isn't it as well? So yeah. I've I've made that mistake before. Yeah. yeah, so maybe not next year, but yeah. we'll see. But yeah, I'd like to do hundred. Yeah, and hundred is is that's the one. Well, I think like you say, if you train for it and then you're prepared and you can enjoy it, then um then it's worth doing i mean having said all that i'm actually doing a 100 mile bike ride next week i've oh, done wow. <laughs> absolutely no preparation so mm. we'll put the uh i'll keep you posted but are you involved with because you, you're working for vans obviously right so yeah are you involved with the sort of sponsorship of this as well uh well yeah i mean i guess vans obviously is involved with it um yeah. with the you know connection obviously with nelson and then um yeah. <clears throat> and then obviously i think we supported it from my understanding from the beginning but um but yeah i mean i've only been this is third year so i don't know the full ins and outs of it but yeah. um i know that uh becky um who's our marketing uh manager um kind of runs everything she kind of gets all the team together and, and kind of gets us on you know gets us all registered and gets us sorted and works with marcus to, to yeah. kind of do it <laughs> and then i think um i think if i'm right that maybe uh yeah <clears throat> van sort of chips in helps with like the jerseys and stuff like that if, yeah from what i gather but yeah honestly i'm not entirely sure i just yeah. know that we uh we're involved with it because it's you know uh i mean i didn't personally know nelson you know i sort of knew him to say hello do you know what i mean but uh yeah. you know when i met him he was a good good lad and do you know what i mean and, and it's wow it's awesome this event yeah it's really I, mean, good. I love this event i mean <clears> I, I harp on about this a lot on this podcast but yeah. um it is just one of my favorite things of the year really yeah because it's just a real 
lovely community thing as well, isn't it? The fact that something so positive has come out of what's obviously like a really awful event, yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's yeah. I mean, uh, we stayed last year, and it was it was such a good you know we had such a good laugh and stuff. Um, I came down with my friend Ben, and, and I think you know. Um, he's done quite a few rides, do you know what I mean? And I think this was kind of, uh, I think for all of us, it's a bit more of an eye-opener, do you know what I mean? It's a bit, bit I don't know, it's well-organised, do you know what I mean? It's a, it's a bit bigger than you kind of think it is, do you know what I mean? And then, like, you know, you've got the camping thing, and then I can't wait for the raffle later, do you know what I mean? Yeah, stuff, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, uh, good, you know, disco kind of karaoke a bit later, maybe, I don't know, do you yeah. know what I mean? But I remember last year, it was, like, super fun. Yeah, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And yeah. I, before this, I saw you, at the uh, the old Black Deer, yeah, which is a good laugh as well. How was the rest of your summer? Yeah, all right. So uh, we did Black Deer, which uh, luckily, well, you know, luckily my wife is involved with uh, Michelle. So you know, it's good, man. Okay. I liked it. But uh, yeah, no, it's good. It's good what they're doing there, and it was a nice vibe. Do you know what I mean in terms of festival? But yeah, we kind of yeah, we've had a bit of a summer doing kind of. Uh, uh, you know, kind of uh, more kind of memorable things with the kids. Do you yeah. Know? And so we didn't go like away on a summer hot holiday. We just did like camping, take the caravan, go yeah. to music festivals, etc. So did you go to Latitude as yeah, well? Yeah, did Latitude as well. Um, How was that? Oh, amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Uh, so yeah. Who did you see? Uh, so I'm trying to think actually. We did, so we saw Idols, which are obviously killing it right now. Yeah. I mean, um, which uh, you know, I'd probably say one of the uh, the best bands around right now. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Loads of you know press and stuff, but um, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm fortunate to kind of be friends with the uh, the guys from Mogwai, so yeah. um, they sorted us out to kind of go. Um, so you know, saw Mogwai, which uh, is probably I don't know how many times I've seen them. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, we're going to try and go in November, right? <clears throat> yeah, if you're yeah, around in yeah. Uh, Brighton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, saw Brighton. Uh, sorry, saw uh, Mogwai. Saw Idols. Or uh, the Breeders, which was uh, the kind breeders. Of a blast from the past. No way. Um, Liam Gallagher did a, a kind of secret set as well. Right. Um, oh, really? Which what was, was that like? Uh, it was awesome. I mean, I think, you know, whether you love or hate Oasis, do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, uh, it's Oasis, it's not, isn't it? Yeah, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but, you know, I, in all honesty, I think that that kind of new album we put out is, is actually pretty damn good. Well, he's quite funny, yeah. because he's now, like, basically... <clears throat> He's definitely like national treasure sort yeah. of status, isn't he? Yeah, know? exactly. And yeah. I think that last record as well, he he sort of sent himself up just enough, didn't he? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he's obviously such a caricature. Yeah, exactly. And like, I can't, yeah, I think anyone's going to be able to dig a bit of Liam Gallagher in a tent, surely. Yeah, it was good. <clears throat> I mean, they, they often do like... Uh the secret gigs are often in the evening, do you know what I mean? And you kind of get, I guess, people get messages at like, I don't know, 11 when the kind of main set's finished and then it'll be like some thing in the forest or something. And yeah, like yeah. 200 people. But uh, right. But this one was, uh, well, funny enough, we'd spent quite a while trying to go and see um, Al Murray in the comedy tent. Right. So we went in with the kids and stuff, got our spot. <clears throat> and then I thought, oh, I need to go for a, go to the gents, do you know what I mean? Go to the toilet. And I was like... I can hear an Oasis song. Right. And then, really? Yeah. No and then, way. Uh, and then I walked like, back towards the tent, uh, sorry, the comedy area. And then it was like, oh, that's another Oasis song. Right. Like, and back it, sounds to back. Like, it sounds like Liam Gallagher. And then you just, yeah. And then you kind of just saw like thousands of people running. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, right. Uh, yeah, it was pretty awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, yeah, I like music quite yeah, a lot. Yeah, well, music's so, been you know. like, that's one of the things that obviously, you know, us being friends is always that's been a bit of a theme hasn't it and then mm. you, you know our mutual friend john as well like i mean is that did it come before skateboarding 
Uh, it actually probably came after. Right. Because <clears throat> that's what I was going to ask you, because it's like that thing in it when you get into it. Yeah. You get into the culture and then the music, especially the age we are, like early 40s. Yeah. I guess you're probably a bit like me that when you got into skateboarding, that's almost as appealing as the skateboarding, like the culture and the music and everything that comes yeah. with it, right? So is that how it was for you? Like you? Yeah, I kind of, I mean, for me, like, I mean, 13, I pretty much picked up a skateboard and then... And then that just became my thing. Do you know what I mean? And uh, in all honesty, I kind of, you know, I guess we skated like heavily through like massive periods of good music, like Nirvana, etc., yeah. and stuff. And like yeah, yeah. to me, that just kind of passed me by. Do you know what I mean? Like because right. I wasn't that interested in the music at that time. Right. You know I mean, I was more interested in going out on my board and cruising around and uh, how did you skate him? How did you? Do you get, what, what was it that got you into it? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I just. I guess. Uh, I mean. I guess through skate videos, you kind of. You introduced quite a, an eclectic mix of no, I mean music. skateboarding. Oh, into skateboarding. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So, th- well, what <coughs> like, are you? Forty two. Uh, forty three. Forty three. Yeah. Okay. So, so um, thirteen. You would have like nineteen eighty eight. <coughs> yeah. Right. Um. So. Uh, so I mean, you know, that, I'm that, to think. that I mean, that's like counts as the the dark, not the dark ages, but you know, I mean, I'm saying that because I had like, a conversation with Don Brown the other week, but yeah, we were sort of talking about he was characterizing it as like the cycles and all that and he yeah. and i guess you would put that as like a bit of a trough wouldn't you you know yeah in terms of like wider skate culture as it you know yeah i don't know i mean yeah i mean i started skating when i was 13 essentially i was in uh i went on a family holiday to ireland and bought right. a uh had a little like penny type board and i was um lucky bomb- one i had one of them as well yeah and i was just like there was a outside my auntie's there was basically a hill and um we were just bombing down the hill and right. then uh and then i Went to the local shop and they had like a Turbo Two set like set up for a tenner. That's so, so funny. I had one of them as well. Like the where it came as like a complete, didn't yeah. it? With like the yeah. no concave. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Ten pound for a complete. You yeah. Know? And Perfect. two two patches of grip tape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. One and a little shit kicktail. Yeah, with a, a nose guard as well. I think. With yeah, it as yeah. Well. And uh, yeah, so and then I started bombing down the hill, um, and then that's pretty much how it started. Then I ended up over in uh, where we lived in Nottingham, essentially. So. We were back in Nottingham and we went to a local place called Beeston. Yeah. And um, they had a vert ramp there, which right. was like, you know, like a proper, like, old school vert ramp, you know, like, yeah. uh, probably like 10 foot high, like a foot of vert and really sketchily built. What, I mean? what surface? Uh, just wood. Right. <clears throat> but um, it was, uh, yeah, it was down there and there was obviously kids, uh, well, not kids, but like older guys skating and stuff. So there's me with my turbo two and my yogurt you know yogurt pot pads did a right see so what you rocked uh, up to the vert ramp yeah and just started you know well trying to skate on a turbo two which obviously yeah. is rubbish I yeah mean, so it's uh, not gonna help on vert <laughs> no you, you can't pump or anything but uh you know most of the guys there were pretty cool do you know what I mean? and then i ended up buying like a set of second hand board do you right know what I mean? and then you know you get your first bearings and all wheels etc yeah and over time and then suddenly you're like you know wow like wheels move do you know yeah, I mean? rather yeah. than the turbo two and yeah. then you know, spend probably about, I don't know, seven months learning to pump. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you start doing kick turns and stuff. But yeah, just uh, that's when the, the bug kind of hit. Do you know what I mean? I guess. Like, and did you street skate as well, or was it just about riding ramp? To be honest, it was probably more ramp to start with. Yeah. Because <clears> I guess <throat> if you've got one. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, like the nearest mini to us was um, uh, from Manchester, was in Northwich, yeah. which was like. You know, as a day out, you know what I mean, to like try and go and yeah. skate a mini ramp sort of thing. But it's cool. We, you know, the vert, then the vert ramp kind of got a bit sketchy from what I remember, as in just like the 
surface was knackered so it ended up we moved it down to kind of this concrete area and it, we built a mini ramp so then we had a mini um, right. and then that was kind of my obsession i guess with skating minis because it's a bit easier than skating a mini than it is with vert <laughs> you know um and then we used to build like ghetto sort of street courses where we'd like kick a piece of plywood into like a barrier do you know what i mean and then yeah. like kick it in to make a bowl and stuff and uh you know just yeah the fun shit basically yeah yeah i mean proper skate parks not like uh yeah you know old school ones that i mean but uh yeah make your own fun yeah exactly little yeah. crappy banks walls all that sort of stuff yeah you know, held together with probably some cable ties but uh yeah that was the kind of street skating part of it and yeah. then uh then when in Nottingham, I guess we were fortunate. We had the Broadmarsh, uh, Broadmarsh bus station. Yeah, um, we had the, like the benches and that sort of thing. So you kind of, if anything, it kind of learnt, you learnt how to ollie. Do you know what I mean? And ollie sure. higher and stuff because you had to challenge to go over the benches, which were yeah. You know, nowadays they're probably only like a foot high. Do you know what I mean? But at but the time it was like yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like wow. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, and then back to behind there was the Broadmarsh banks, which was. Uh, you know, classic spot. I, I call it my yeah, sacred ground. Basically, that yeah, was that yeah. place was uh, incredible, but uh, yeah. tough to ride. But Gone it was now, incredible. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember uh, just before it got uh, bulldozed, I got a text from uh, Horsley, and he was like, "Do you want a brick?" So I was like, <laughs> yeah, please. Did so, you get one? Yeah, I've got a brick at home from right. Bordy. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, did Helicar get one as well? I'm not sure if he did. Right. I'm not sure he did. He mentioned it in his interview as well. Yeah. As the same as you, like, you know, just, well, yeah. he was like, it's better than, I've skated the Brooklyn Banks yeah. and, and Nottingham's better. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know, <clears throat> never skated the Brooklyn, but yeah, I just, yeah. Many many of my days and uh, you know many of my youth was spent down at Broadmarsh Banks. Yeah. And, uh, so who who were you skating with back then? Is this what like sort of fifteen sixteen? Yeah, uh, well, yeah, probably around then. Yeah. So I guess uh, the old Nottingham scene was like uh, John Weatherall, uh, like Brad Gardner, Eamon, Craig Smedley. Um, I'm trying to think, it was before the kind of I guess like the bomber days. So there wasn't like. Harry and stuff like that there, but um, but Alec Keller was there. It had a good scene though, right? Yeah, Rob Johnson. I mean, the scene was, yeah, it was really strong, you know, and we had like Market Square as well, which was just insanely good to sort of street skate, do you know what I mean, as well, Um, with the stairs and the ledges and all sorts. Um, Then, funny enough, they kind of, over the years, they ended up putting these planters on that were probably about another like four foot higher on the block. And it actually like teached us all how to skate kind of different. Do you know what I mean? So we ended okay. up skating the blocks. Yeah. Because they were even though they're higher, it was like we learned to skate them because they were higher. Do you know what I mean? So right. it was like it was amazing. And then the uh, benches, they it was the early days of putting skate stoppers on, and they put all these skate stoppers on, but they'd used Allen keys, which are the same size as truck bolts. Right. So, so you, you just could just take whip them all off. off right. You know I mean? Brilliant. And then we just put them back on. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, right. But yeah. So yeah, it was cool. It was like Nottingham scene back back then was like incredible to the main uh, yeah i mean i guess the yeah sorry there's probably old heads as well like friends of mine um uh, i guess yeah like chris thomas there was uh the hudson shipman do you know there was like a big scene do you know what i mean of yeah. kind of uh you know sheffield kind of guys works up etc they yeah, all yeah. come down as well and like yeah it was good really, so, really and sick who, who are you looking up to who who are the <laughs> who are the sort of big influences because there's always a couple in there. Yeah, I mean around up. around that time there, I think there was Dino. I think it was, is it Dino Squillini or something like that. Um, but Dino, um, he was like this sick sort of street skater who could basically like ollie the benches. Do you know what I mean? No problem. Yeah. And he was doing like I don't know one eighties and backsides and those bonks, all sorts of things. But it was like 
that was pretty incredible to see as like a youngster. Do you know what I mean? As you're like, you know, you're trying to learn stuff, and there's this guy who's already ripping. Do you know what I mean? And then, I mean, you know, Helicar. Helicar is such a massive influence to yeah. on on you know me as a. We've been friends for such a long time. You know, he's <laughs> he's essentially considered pretty much like a, a brother within our family. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. uh, I guess yeah, we just all skated at the same time, and I don't. I don't know whether it was really like idolizing people or or seeing that we were just sort of in the moment and just skating, yeah. do you know what I mean? And and people were ripping and and it was just like people were figuring shit out because there was, you know, there was no, you know, YouTube's, there was no videos, there was no nothing. It was like if someone went to the US, they came back with maybe like a, a knockoff copy of like one of the power videos, or they might have a Thrasher mag, do you know yeah. what I mean? You know, and it's like you just look at the pictures and go how do they do that yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? and then like maybe someone would be able to do it do you know what I mean? you know and uh yeah well you had a v8 you'd have the hooky vhs wouldn't you yeah yeah that get passed around the scene two basically. next to each other one plays one yeah. records and then and like someone yeah. would bring the tape out and then yeah. you'd, all, you'd all borrow the tape wouldn't you and yeah exactly so yeah it's yeah it's, yeah kind of like that but yeah it was you know helicopter's probably the the biggest influence i'd say so when did you boys first meet I think probably when I was about 16, right. maybe. Oh, right, um, and, the, and it was a Nottingham scene. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I think we probably met down Broadmarsh Banks, I would say, probably something like that, or maybe it would have been like Roller Snakes Mini Ramp or somewhere, somewhere along those lines. And I think we just, you know, we, we just got on, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Actually, no, so I'm wrong. It was at Beeston when we started, when I first started skating. Right. And that's when I first met him. And uh, actually, I borrowed his brand new board, and I think it was a brand new Gator that he just got, like, right. you know, like with some slime balls or something like that. And, uh, you know, at the time, it was really hard to get boards. So, like, it was his brand new, like, gem. I had a go on it, like, did a car, oh, sorry, did a pump, and then the board zoomed out the top of the vert ramp, landed and delammed the tail straight away. Oh, man. And you know, when you you're like, as what a little kid, like, oh, oh, oh. Please don't beat me up. <laughs> so, but uh, no, nah, he was cool and stuff. And uh, yeah, he was totally fine. And then, uh, yeah, that's probably like when we first met. And then I think probably a few years after that, it was like another funny time when we used to bomb our, bomb around on our BMXs into kind of town and stuff. And uh, for some strange reason, I thought I'd try and check the chain while I was tro- still on the bike. And I ended up pedaling in and trapping my fingers into the uh, chain, Ow. chain ring. And uh Helicar saw what happened and just came and just booted it, do you know what I mean? And it was like, uh, I think that was probably the second sort of moment, do you know what I mean? Right. With him as well. But uh, yeah, yeah, quite a while. Yeah, yeah. Known each other. And so then. You, so you grew up skating, influencing each other, pushing each other. Yeah, do you know what I mean? He's, I mean, he's just so sick on a board, isn't he? He's yeah. like the steez and the style and yeah, just he's like. He's still killing it. He's a ledge, do you know what I mean? And, uh, and then, um, and then there was, yeah, and then he moved into our house at one point as well with our, our family as well, do you know what I mean? Right. And, uh, we used to share a room and all that sort of stuff. And, right, uh, right. And then, yeah, after a, a little while, it's kind of, well, a little while later on, like, uh, my folks ended up moving to, they went to Africa, um, and they just left us back at home, like, right. my house and stuff. So What, for like, work or something? Yeah, yeah. So my dad had a job out there, so um, they went away and just said, look, you know, here's your older, you know, kind of, here's your older brother. Yeah, um, yeah look after your son being me and then like pete was with us and we just yeah had a house like when we were quite young skate house <laughs> yeah skate house and amazing all bills paid and just yeah so we just skated all the time and did the usual you know debauchery things that you do yeah as a yeah youngster. But part yeah, and parcel it was good yeah so how did it start developing for you because i think i first started seeing you in mags i mean you you know you 
you're in some like the 91, 92 Rad Mags, maybe? Yeah, I think, yeah, I had a checkout maybe in Rad yeah. around I mean, is that, that sort shot of time? that was doing the rounds on the Instagram <coughs> where you've got the rugby top on and the. Yeah, rugby and the, tops and, and maybe gazelles. The Ron, maybe the Ronnie. The, Henry Sanchez. Is it the Henry Sanchez? Yeah, the Henry Sanchez Terminator slick. Yeah, War. yeah, yeah. Like real iconic sort of of an era shot, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, it's in kind terms of, of like the, the the kind of you know the the Cardiel sort of rugby top and, yeah. the, and the gazelles and all that. Like, so, yeah. So were you was that quite because shooting and doing pictures and stuff was that that start happening like fairly quickly or? Um, I th- yeah. Well, I guess the, we I had like a check out at that time uh, with Rad. I guess and um, like you say, that was that kind of uh, the period then. Um, and I guess, yeah, shortly after that, I suppose I was starting to get floats and product um, just from nonstop, like yeah. the local skate shop, um, who I was working with, uh, working at as well, actually. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it just, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how it kind of, it just, I don't know, just skating ended up being kind of my life and kind of I would just be going and doing stuff and getting photos. Do you know what I mean? I'd go yeah. to comps and like, I don't know, I guess you go to a comp, you try and skate your best, but at the same time, it should be a laugh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, sure. You know, me and Helicar, I guess, were renowned for having a laugh and doing stupid stuff at comps, do you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, yeah, I just, yeah, I guess we went there and I got photos, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I guess it sort of, from there, ended up, you know, I guess more kind of interest and, and I guess some sponsors came, do you know what I mean? Yeah. To me, asked me to ride. And obviously, as a little kid, you're like, Stoked. Wow, this is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please. Yeah, free (laughs) skateboards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Good. So who were you who were you riding for around this time? Ooh, uh, I think I was probably getting flow product from like the, the guys. Uh, I think it was New Deal who were like um, Ray and Gary um, used to import loads of stuff. So yeah. um, they used to uh, send me essentially it'd be like real or like anti-hero boards, right? Um, and then I'd probably get like I guess uh, some Spitfire wheels through them. There was kind of a distributor for all that deluxe sort of product. Um, and then China would generally sort me out with like indies and stuff like that, um, which they did for a very long time actually. Like <coughs> when we switched out from there, but yeah, I think those were the the probably like the the first kind of guys who would give me stuff. Um, I guess I've probably done the rounds. Phase Seven used to sort me out. With yeah, like, yeah. I'd get like PNC wheels. Do you know what I mean? Like so, I was a bit all over. Do you know what I mean? I was kind of spread out between loads of these different people, but. Um, yeah, I mean, like, loads of hookups, I guess, over the years. Yeah, um, and were you starting to... Because, again, when I spoke to Pete, we talked about that point when you kind of, like, you know, you, you're in your scene, in your little local world, and then suddenly you start travelling with skateboarding, and you're like, ah, right, there's, you know, there's a whole massive scene out there, and you start yeah. connecting the dots, and, you know, start doing more and more. So is that is that happening around this time as well? Yeah, so... Uh, I mean, I was, I guess, lucky in the fact that, you know, I guess, yeah, well, my parents are really cool. <laughs> I mean, and, right. Uh, Sounds like know, it, they, giving you a house. Yeah. And they were just, you know, they're just well, a lovely, lovely uh, parents, I guess. And, right. Um, what were they doing that meant they had to go to Africa then? I think my dad was selling like Xerox copyright things, copywriters or right. printers or something like that. Okay. I mean? Like, you know, those early days of like, uh, yeah, the 90s, I guess, where it could be almost any form of technology. But, um, but no, they, uh, so I guess on my 18th birthday, they uh, gave me my little uh, savings book, do you know what I mean, with right. like, um, you know, some money in it, do you know what I mean, which was quite a lot of money yeah. um, at the time. And um, and then they uh, had bought me a ticket to America as well. Right. So they really? just said like, wow, that is, that off is, you go. That is cool. <laughs> you know, so yeah, so 
had three months basically in the uh, US, I guess, which would be the the first trip that I'd made to the US. And right, me West and Coast, ha- obviously. Uh, yes, went West Coast. I'd, yeah. I've never been East, and you know, I'd, to this day, I'd love to go to the East, but um, yeah, I never ended up in the uh, the East. So yeah, we went West Coast. It was me and. Uh, Harry actually from rides for Unabomber. At the time. Yeah, Harry, Harry, Harry. Yeah, Harry, yeah. Harry. Um, so yeah, me and him both got uh, kind of tickets to the uh, US and spent three months out there just traveling around, backpacks right. and just uh, yeah, like you say, kind of being opened up to the bigger world of you know US, kind of bigger, better, more. You know, like, how did they take to Harry? <laughs> oh, they loved him. They loved they him. Did. Yeah, yeah. Everyone loves Harry. Yeah, yeah, he's a fucking legend. That yeah, man. he's yeah. I mean, he's yeah, he's just such a he's awesome, awesome on a board. Such a power powerhouse to the main and like uh, yeah, too right. And then as a character, he's just you know, he's uh, he's good. And he's you know, and, still he, and he calls still, it calls still skateboarding. It, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know if he's skating as much. I think he's kind of, I think his body's knackered like all of us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. These days, but um. I haven't seen probably haven't seen him actually for a couple of years to be quite honest but um before that I guess I'd just try and pop up when I could to Nottingham and go and see him yeah um but yeah you know he's still the same yeah mean? like it's still the Harry I mean like loads of these guys I'm sure you're saying with loads of your friends you know you you don't need to see each other every week or anything. No. you can see each other like it could be well, another- two years ten years whatever do you know what I mean you can walk in the door and yeah. it's like Cool. Everything's the same. Well, another <laughs> reason why this thing's so good, you know, yeah. this event. Yeah, I met Harry. I mean, you won't remember me at all, but I, I, I met Harry uh, probably like '97. Yeah, when I started doing White Lines, <clears throat> and obviously we were the same publishers as Sidewalk, so I knew Ben and Andy and and Forder. Like, yeah. you remember Christian Forder? Yeah, yeah. So we used to go down to Oxford and and do the mag and like hang out with those boys, and uh, yeah, Harry was definitely yeah took one look at us like, like fucking snowboarders like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i think he always had that kind of kids probably that opinion of snowboarders yeah he's that, definitely one of those like but, fucking what a load of shit this is yeah but now he's a good laugh man yeah definitely right it's you and harry in the in the states that's funny so where'd you go uh started in la um so i think if i'm right harry was uh getting flowed from toy machine at the time so we we basically timely. went out yeah timely yeah. yeah so we um we went out and we uh we, st- we stayed with uh donnie barley um ah, right. up to start with which i mean so i would say what, i was a bit fanned out do i was mean? gonna so, say so what what year is this uh oh, i think it's probably like around your 94 okay so before like, like the yeah the, you know welcome to hell and, and all that like yeah uh possibly yeah i'm trying yeah. i mean i'm pretty terrible with dates i have yeah, to be honest yeah. but um i think it was before we before bomber unibomber started so right um i remember we went out it, it was yeah i think it was probably 94 95 um yeah we were out there stayed with uh donny um and then it was kind of uh you know, which was rad because it was like Donnie was like amazing at that. You know, he's still amazing, but he was amazing at that time. He was kind of like one of the, you know, the shit. Wait, you know what, I mean? like, what was the East Coast film? Remind me. Uh, Underexposure. Yeah, yeah, that was massive, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was like you know, coming out of all of that, you know, there was like Radlands comps and stuff where yeah. those guys were over, and he was just like, I mean, he was killing it, John. You know I mean, and it yeah, was just like, of course, I should ask you about Radlands because you were right in the thick of that, weren't you? And he was, uh, yeah. So you know, going to the US, getting to the other side of the kind of the world. Do you know what I mean? At the yeah time and then it was like oh my god we're staying with donnie barley yeah you know what i mean like this is amazing well that's another of the and, brilliant things isn't it about um skateboarding like just the fact that that 
you know, yeah. that, that's that's viable, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? You just go go to the States, stay yeah. with Donnie Barley. And then Pro- it, probably off like a recommendation or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Know? And then it was funny, we did, um, we went from Donnie's over to, where he said, oh, you can go and stay with a, you'd have to stay with a friend of mine, Eric. And we were like, okay, okay, that's cool. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, wherever, do you know what I mean? Because we're just couch surfing, basically. Yeah, and who was so it? We, so we turn up at this house and like, you know, we're just relaxing because like Eric's out and he's walking his dog and stuff. And then Eric comes in and it's like, holy shit, it's fucking Eric Dressen. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, and then, uh, you know, kind of proper fan out, do you know what I mean, sort of period, but obviously trying to play it really cool. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And, yeah. uh, you know, we're having like a beers and stuff. It's like, oh my God, it's Eric Dressen. But uh, I mean, yeah, and hell. then he's like, you know, it gets the evening, it's like, anyone want to go for a skate? It's like, ah, yes, please. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> like, so uh, yeah, we went for a rad kind of skate and stuff like that. And, and, I don't know. I guess the that trip kind of. I mean, there's loads of stories and loads of different things that happened. Do you know what I mean? But uh, that trip was kind of going to the other side of the world, like kind of meeting some of your heroes. Do you know what I mean? Like that you see in the videos, etc., and stuff like that. And it was like they're just as normal as all of us. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. You know, and we we're just hanging out, skating. It's the same as you being in Beeston, in like Bristol, or you know, <coughs> kind of anywhere. It's the same. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just one big family and one big scene. So. Yeah, it was rad. Yeah, like, proper really, memorable. Uh, I've said it a few times in there as well. Like, you know, the most accepting, I think, of all of them, yeah. skateboarding, like yeah. the least snobbish, yeah, at all. Like, you know, people, well, in my experience, don't give a fuck how good you are. Don't give a fuck, like, you know, what you're wearing or whatever. It's just, it's more about like, are you sound? You know, yeah. and there you go. Yeah, I mean, I'm always like, you know what, like, you just step on a board and cruise, that's that's as fucking good as anyone that does, I don't know, a fucking 900 or anything, do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you're all the same, do you know what I mean? We're all just skaters, exactly the same, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, well, especially no one's days. No one's cooler than anyone else, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, you know? Yeah, yeah, and I, th- but, I, think, it's, I think it's great. I think that's like the, the, you know, the bit I sometimes forget, but the bit that is probably the best part about it, really. Yeah. 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 So, right, so then a bit of a bit of a mind opening trip then by sounds of it yeah it was yeah definitely so um yeah big change you know what i mean kind of going out there seeing the uh other side of the world you know what i mean traveling around yeah living on uh i think we were living on ramen and then yeah, I think we yeah. uh upgraded to maybe baked potatoes with a fried egg on it right um yeah we were living the dream dirt bagging yeah and then um i guess this is the kind of radlands heyday as well right yeah, so yeah, I guess uh, yeah, mid nineties. Yeah, I mean we when we're obviously in Nottingham. I mean for us, Northampton was basically an hour's drive. Yeah. So pretty much we go there every Wednesday. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, and skate it. And uh, yeah, big big shout to the uh, Ince family. I mean yeah. the, those guys, you know, single handedly at the time. You know, there's so many skaters that have kind of gone through that place. They were so supportive of people. They're just like. They're just incredible, and those those Radland sessions, like whether they were the kind of ones with the, you know, the big kind of comps with the US over and stuff like that. You know, they they they're great, but like just the the Radland sessions and the kind of energy at that place was just incredible. Yeah, like, well, the footage is still, you know, got people share it now, don't they? You know yeah. what I mean? Like especially on Instagram, like people yeah. like any any unseen Radlands footage is is doing the rounds, isn't it? Yeah, it's gold. And the, yeah, just the the Ince family, just incredible. I'd, yeah. I'd love to. Yeah, I mean, we I missed the uh, anniversary kind of catch up those guys did, which I was gutted I couldn't make it. But um, you know, I'm hoping one day that like I I just walk into a random bar and like Chris Ince is just there, just yeah. Playing, like and I can just buy that man a, 
a beer and give him a good handshake. Or oh, mind you, I think he drinks wine, actually. Yeah, I remember yeah. he liked a lot of wine. So, yeah, buy him a glass of wine and then, uh, yeah, thank Pro- him for everything. Proper uh, unsung hero, isn't he, though? Yeah. You know, there's another, and a lot of people like that around that don't really get the credit. Yeah. I mean, he's you know, he single-handedly just changed skateboarding in the country. Well, and like, also you got, I mean, that was fucking mad. A yeah. mad thing to do to actually, at that time, yeah. to be like, I'm going to, you know, get a warehouse and, and yeah. do this. Because it's what you'd see in the States, wouldn't it? You know, you'd see that sort of facility, but it was literally unheard of over here, wasn't it? You know? Yeah, and it's like, I mean, it's, you know, it's so tough to run skate parks and like indoor places, you know, the costs and the kind of, the support that's needed to make them happen. It's just, you know, phenomenal. And like the amount of time those, for the amount of time those guys kind of, you know, set that place up, changed it around and then, you know, yes, I mean, going to like the US comps, I mean, that one comp would like, you know, where obviously Penny won, do you know what I mean? But like yeah. you had like, you know, Mariano, you had Coston, you had Mike Carroll, you yeah, had like yeah. Rick Howard, you had like Adam McNatt, you know what I mean? You had like, book, uh, uh, Bob Burnquest, do you know what I mean? There's like Rune, obviously, sort of skating, do you know what I mean? And stuff, but it's just insane. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, it's quite a lineup. Yeah, I mean, it was just <laughs> insane. It was like, you know, you could probably pick, like, I don't know, say, like, the best 200 skaters in the world. Boom, there they are. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you could just stand at the sides. And I think at that time, it was kind of, I don't know whether those sort of comments were generally repeated these days, because it's obviously a much bigger kind of industry now. But uh, yeah. at the time, I think for me, it felt like, it almost felt like that. Tampa kind of comp, do you yeah, know, yeah. Like, where it's like raucous and kind of you were right in the thick of it and you yeah. could just see everything. It was just insane. It was like, you know, like shit, someone's coming through to the driveway, like everyone would have to move out of the way. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And it was just, yeah, I don't know. It was well, insane. I mean, yeah, and, and like it was, like you say, it was almost that was it happening in the UK right there and then, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, as an original thing. Yeah. You know, exactly. and with a very British feel as well, yeah. which is what everybody always remembers, I think, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, I think it's the. Uh, the Ince's hospitality, yeah, you know, and how they are, you know. So, yeah, I again. mean, that's not a bad shout for on here, really. Yeah, get Chris on. Yeah, it really <laughs> isn't, though, is it? Yeah, that what a story that is. Yeah, and like I say, those episodes were really popular. Where it's somebody who's just had a really, you know, mad idea, basically. Yeah, just been like. I'm going to open a fucking skate park in Northampton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in exactly. like 1993, whatever yeah, it was. Exactly. Um, and building a, yeah, and it was an amazing skate park, do you know what I mean? And that was the thing. It was yeah, like, yeah. you know, it wasn't like, yeah, let's let's do an indoor park. And then it's like, you know, the obstacles are a bit shit. Yeah. And then it was like, it was amazing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was properly amazing. So. Yeah, yeah. Incubator. Yeah. Definitely. So <coughs> you mentioned uh, Unibomber yeah. earlier. So obviously yeah. that's something that you're pretty synonymous with. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, when did that all start to to bubble up then so i think if i'm right that was probably around 95 94 95 um and that actually was uh something that came out of uh, the u.s trip that we were on right so um we're in the i guess we're in the u.s not you know harry was riding for toy machine do you know what i mean um i was guess getting flow and stuff like that and um you know i guess you know the honesty is that they were they were kind of brands sniffing around do you know what i mean like oh you know do you want to ride for us do you want to yeah. ride and it was like that was yeah, it was amazing do you know what i mean you know like because the, they wanted to really sort of hook you up and stuff and then if i remember it might have been the, probably the time we we either had a page or we had like one of those old school like nokias do you know what i mean like yeah. the phones and wow. page go sim something Pager. like that yeah Jesus, pages were that. amazing everyone had them didn't they yeah yeah exactly but uh, funny that's so funny about this 
people listening to this are like, what's one of them? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I always wonder if there's actually someone still on the other, other end, you know, because yeah, right. you used to ring through and say like, can you tell Helicar to come and skate the Broad Marsh Banks? And then like repeat it and then yeah, they'd yeah. send the text. So I'd like, like to know whether like so, someone's still sat there. So ghetto, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So funny. But uh, I think, yeah, we. so if I recall right, we got a call from Helicar. Right. And he was like, I want to do this. I want to, I want to like set up Unibomber. Do you know what I mean? Like, are you up for it? And I mean, it was pretty much like, yep. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I think, you know, the, the US was like such an amazing experience, but it just didn't feel, I don't know, something didn't feel right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I, I can't put my, you know, finger on it or whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? It just didn't feel right. Do you know what I mean? It was like, we were, we were kind of in the UK at the time. I would, honestly say that probably people weren't really getting hooked up at all do you know what i mean like it's pretty tough i mean that's and again skating was much smaller in the uk around that sort of period so you know you can't expect to get like i guess the deals that people get these days and this that the other from sponsorship you know it's like being sponsored in the uk would probably like get a couple of boards maybe a set of wheels a yeah. month do you know what i mean and like a pair of shoes do you know what i mean you know that that was it do you know what i mean you know yeah well there was only a few people uh, that could be called properly sponsored i guess right yeah you know in in, in the way that americans were sponsored yeah because there was a path wasn't there effectively yeah. you went to the states and like the americans did their thing and if you if you were good enough and there was a few brits that had obviously gone over there yeah. and done, done really well then you kind of went on that program right yeah exactly and you it's, know. it's kind of yeah it's difficult to kind of yeah fully pinpoint it all but it's um but but for me i mean personally it just just something didn't really I don't know. It didn't feel right, and it kind of didn't feel didn't feel like like home. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like um, not really skating. Yeah, and and then also there, I think around that time there was kind of I think in skating there was a bit of a bit of a thing going on or bubbling under. That, you know what? There's loads of rad riders in Europe. There's loads like skateboarding's bigger than America. It's like this is it's global. You know, I mean, you had Brazilians turning up like smashing everything left, right, and center. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But then you, there was all these scenes, do you know what I mean, of like really good riders that were all getting kind of coverage, you know, European board brands were starting up, do you know what I mean, um, Blueprint was starting, yeah. do you know what I mean, and 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 Helicar wanted to sort of start uh, Bomber, or Helicar and uh, Johnny Robbo. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so they wanted to start Bomber. Um, and they had a bit of, I mean, I remember Pete saying that it definitely was a vision to do like a, a, a really particular sort of British style Yeah. that, that kind of summed up British skateboarding and I think it felt it just felt more real to to us do you know what I mean like yeah. it, it felt you know this is my family do you know what I mean like kind of uh, this is kind of our scene do you know what I mean and yeah and our scene is you know not just the people I skate with but like the UK scene for me at, the, at that time was just like it's amazing do you yeah. know what I mean there's so many amazing riders who aren't getting hooked up do you know what I mean like the, you know we're not getting paid not, not that that's the issue but it's like you know if you're trying to obviously get by do you know what I mean you you know and you want to kind of progress and kind of change things like you need support to be able to do it yeah you know I mean? and so yeah I mean I guess yeah helicar started bomber it was like a, a no-brainer as they say do you know what I mean it was like yep 100% in came back and obviously that's where it kind of kick-started off uh with you know doing a board and stuff like that I mean obviously it was like you know I want you to have a pro board and it was like oh yeah <laughs> really? I mean what a moment <laughs> do you know, I mean? you know? Like, yeah it's incredible do you know what I mean you know um but yeah, it just, it was amazing. And I think, you know, 
Unibomber, I mean, it uh, holds such a special kind of place with with me. Do you know what I mean? It's I bet, such a, yeah. You know, it must be it must be stoked to think back. It's because you know what what an original lineup. Yeah, I mean, well. it, oh, it's incredible. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, Sylvester, Harry, Channa, Vaughan. Uh, myself, do you know what I mean? But yeah, you know, not that uh, you know. Like I say, it doesn't matter what you do on a board anyway. You can just cruise. And yeah, it's fine, yeah, you know but I mean? it's but still it's an like, iconic team, yeah. isn't it? You know, in UK skateboarding. Yeah, sorry, sure. I forgot Pete, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> yeah Pete wrote for it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was amazing. And then actually, strangely enough, well, my brother actually posted uh, the old Unipromo recently. Um, I watched it the other day, and uh, when I knew we were going to have a chat. And I, and I watched it and it was just it just brought back so many memories of like you know the the kind of rad times sort of skating uh especially skating london you know the city was kind of quite well there was lots of new spots and we could go and hit the, loads of places in the city and we'd just do like just jam, like go on solo sessions all the time like filming shit and just uh yeah cruising around the streets finding loads of incredible spots because like London always evolves, do you know what I mean? There's always new spots, do you know what I mean? Which is, which is great, and you know, that's how it should be. But uh, yeah, it was pretty phenomenal. And strangely, actually, well, not strangely, but uh, Foz messaged me from Heroin. Right. Uh, he was saying, like, oh, like, thanks for putting that vid up as well. And he was like, it just for him as well, it brought back so many memories of that time and that kind of, you know, we were just cruising around, the, just cruising around, just yeah. mucking about as kids, yeah. mean, really, do you know what I mean? But There's some yeah. mad stuff on there, though, isn't there? The, like, yeah. I was looking at... Um, I think it was just came up when I watched the the promo, but yeah, the stuff of like you lot on a demo somewhere, you know, like that someone's put up there, yeah, which I doubt you'll remember, you know what I mean? But so funny that like you can really fall down a bit of a rabbit hole these days, can't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't remember what after the stuff we did. Yeah, <laughs> have you got any you got any standout memories then from that that sort of era? Uh, I think you know it's just the it was just the tightness of the group. Do you know what I mean? Like we were we were all like. We knew exactly what we were, kind of we wanted to do, do you know yeah. what I mean? And it was like, you know, we wanted to make skateboarding better for everybody, like in the UK do you right. know, at that time. And I think everybody was just like, w- you know, kind of like we've we've got a bit of a responsibility here, do right? You know I mean? Really? And I, and so I you think, felt that? Yeah, I think so. And uh, and I think probably would be the same for like, uh, you know, like McGee and Blueprint and stuff like that. It's like you felt like you were kind of carrying a bit of a flag. Yeah, because we were, we were trying to kind of, I guess. Between, like I say, between those and European brands, I guess we were trying to, at that stage, put a bit of a flag uh, kind of in the sand or in the ground and say, yeah. like, you know, skateboarding here is is it's just as good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And there's there's some really sick riders here. Do you know what I mean? Like, sure. And it needs to be supported. And you look at skating now and it's like, you know, you look at, uh, you know, Polar, Palace, do you know what I mean? Et cetera, et cetera. Those guys are like, you know, they're, they're getting the rewards, which is great. Yeah, and I'm not saying that's purely because of what we did. No, but But that's you. You started it basically. We had to make a change, yeah, and that's the thing because it was like, it's great getting a couple of boards. Don't get me wrong. At the time, you're like getting a few boards and some wheels and stuff. It's like this is amazing. It's incredible. Do you know what I mean? Like, can't believe people are sending me free stuff, but it's not sustainable. No, you know, you you, like if you really want to like, kind of, yeah, I guess make a career. I hate that word. Do you know what I mean? But like, sure, but. If you wanted to do that in skateboarding, there was no path to do it. Do you know what I mean? And it's like it had to change. Yeah. And, and I don't know. Maybe it was just a movement thing anyway. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. But it just, it just everything seemed to align at the right time. Do you know what I mean? Is probably what yeah. what happened. Do you no, know I'm mean? interested though to with the idea that you felt that responsibility as a group because. I mean, I might be putting it the wrong. I way. I don't know if they I, would I, actually. I, I, I don't know if everyone would say that. But you know they, what I mean? Though, I like, think that's that's j- how I feel. The yeah. fact that you that you were like 
recognized it as, as a significant thing to do i mean you know yeah i mean i'm not surprised that you look back on it at the camaraderie kind of fondly because that's you know a bit yeah. of a perfect time in it like early 20s like you know living for skateboarding yeah that that thing happening i mean yeah you must yeah be. could jump down stuff and bend and get back up your body works <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was uh much easier do you know what i mean uh well not easier but you know yeah it was good but you know so at the time everybody rode for different companies so yeah. everybody had to kind of like sack everything off and then ride for bomber yeah then, yeah you know, that's that's pretty much what everyone did so everyone just committed to it and you know Helicar, Johnny Robbo, do you know what I mean? Those guys, they're, they're geniuses, do you know what I mean? Yeah. What they do is is good. Yeah, <laughs> then, sure. You know? Yeah. Um, and uh, like I say, at the at the time, there's there's the other brands, especially UK, like Blueprint, Blueprint and what McGee was doing. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was incredible, incredible yeah. time to kind of be at. So. And you, and then you, I guess a little bit after, but you started a shop, right? Mm. Yeah. Uh, Which is another, ooh. you know, another sort of community-minded move yeah, almost trying to, trying to think i can't remember what year that was actually but uh yeah that, so, you know it's a bit of a thankless task as well really yeah i mean a skate shop in honesty it was myself where well, it was me greg uh finch um and uh badger rich holland yeah and, um excuse me and um we uh yeah so we decided to start side uh which was down in waterloo near lower marsh and i guess we yeah we, we wanted to give it a go do you know what i mean in terms of a skate shop and then also we set up like a gallery space downstairs as well. So we, we kind of, I guess, well, actually, sorry, rewinding a bit from that is that Badger was especially kind of doing a lot of uh, like different projects. So he was doing like side with Toby and Shawl and stuff like that and some other yeah, guys. he's always been super creative, hasn't he? Yeah, and they he's were doing like side effects on. of urethane, yeah. all these sort of stuff. So they were, they, were, they were doing like all these amazing like different skates things like, you know, uh, like the ledges down at South Bank. Like yeah. They were like part of a show and then they were just, they got a flatbed truck and just dumped them down there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and they're still you know, there, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Which is amazing. So, but um, essentially, yeah, we, we thought, you know, let's set up side. Um, I was pretty much, I'd say, well, silent partner. Do you know what I mean? I'd kind of work weekends when I could, but right. I, was, I was kind of more the silent one. Uh, Greg was there kind of full time. And then uh, Badge was kind of very creative kind of in terms of what he was putting out with our like crazy adverts we were putting in the magazines and stuff like that. But uh we tried to have a kind of different approach, do you know what I mean, in terms of how we were doing the skate shop. Um, and then with the gallery space, you know, we had some amazing stuff kind of go on. We had, like, um, Adam Neat, who's a good friend of ours. Um, he did, like, the first show, I think it was. Um, and Adam's kind of, like, hugely successful now, do you know what I mean, as, a, as an artist. Um, I think he's, like, signed to Banksy's agent and Elm Street Gallery right. in London. Um and then we, I believe we were the kind of first people to do a Shepherd Ferry show as well. Right. For the men and stuff like that. So, you know, I think we, uh, and we've had like numerous kind of shows over the years. Like, it, you know, it doesn't have to be big names. Do you know what I mean? It can be like local guys that we think could just do rad shit. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And, and, and give them the kind of opportunity. So we were doing that, which was, was, was rad. And then um, later on in time, in, in a few years, I think probably well, after about a year, we actually found out the space downstairs was actually an ex-convicts gallery. Right. You know I mean? like, so it was such a rad tie you know I mean? to the shop and stuff. But yeah, I know it's rad. I mean, you know, you sort of sketch, set up a skate shop, try and support the local scene. Do you know what I mean? Like South Bank obviously being the, the closest kind of spot. Yeah. You know I mean? So we were trying to help out there. You know, we had good riders, do you know what I mean, on the team. Um, 
we had like good shop lurkers, you know, like uh, Gons would come in, yeah, you know, yeah. like, uh, you know, which is always like, oh my God, Gons has just walked in. <laughs> yeah. And then you'd have like kids like looking up and going, they sort of look over and then they'd like walk over and go, is that Gons? And you'd be like, yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, but he was a good lurker. Um, and then, uh, you know, and then there was rad shit, like, you know, that kind of, that young kind of young person in all of us i guess which was like you know cab would come in and get a t-shirt and then you'd see a photo of cab wearing like your shop tee yeah and it was just like that's amazing do you know what i mean like he doesn't have to do that but it's like it's so rad do you know what i mean like to, yeah. to do but yeah you know you set up a skate shop to support the scene do you know what i mean because yeah. you love it you don't and stuff. do it to make money no there's i mean you know i know numerous skate shops and uh you know obviously come and gone and yeah they're you know, passion, lots passion of projects they're lots just, of friends of yeah you know it's like Absolutely coping a vinyl store, you know. Yeah. It's just you do it because you love it. Yeah, and, you know, there's there's a good crew of people who still do it. I mean, I you know, I couldn't name all of them, do you know what I mean? But, you know, there's yeah, there's loads of rad shops, you know. You, obviously, you slam City Skates, do you know what I mean? Been there forever. you got 50-50 Bristol, um, you know, Focus, Scotland, do you know what I mean, et cetera, do you know what I mean? As, as I say, apologies, I'm not saying all of them, do you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, the, the well, the truth is, like kids need to support skate run shops. Just mean simple as that. Yeah, and you know, otherwise they're gone. Yeah, you, know? you look at other stuff as well. You know, sidewalks just gone as well. It's just you near. Know, well, like, I was obviously going to ask you about yeah. that because that was. Uh, I mean, that was last week as we were yeah. recording. I I heard it hadn't actually gone the mag- the the title. Oh, okay. Um. But Ben went. Yeah. And Andy definitely went. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which is obviously the huge news really yeah and those boys you know to me you know that's the era i kind of grew up skating do you know what I mean? it went from rad to like system and then yeah. those guys started sidewalk do you know what I mean? it's kind of always they've just from always the been there aren't they yeah i mean you know they're well they're part of the woodwork sidewalk i mean i know there's new guys that come in and there's like things after that but yeah they're the guys it's ben and andy do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it was wig, do you know what I mean, as well, yeah. obviously. But, uh, actually, I'm meant to be getting wig on here next week. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. It's a lov- lovely He's chat, He's being wig. very cagey about it, but oh. I think I might have pinned him down. Good. Well, yeah. he needs to sort that out. He's a lovely, lovely oh, human again, being. Again, he's wig. another, like, absolute unsung hero. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing photographer. But, yeah, lovely human. Yeah, no, man. he's a lovely but, uh, fellow, definitely. Yeah. But uh, I'd like to, I mean, I don't know the full ins and outs of it. I'd, I'd just like to think that maybe, like, Ben and those guys will probably do something again you know yeah. I, mean, I mean the kind of yes it sucks it's happened but to me i'm always like skateboarding always evolves do you know what i mean like it should always go forward it should always evolve do you know what i mean so yes it stopped now but i'd like to hope that they do something else because they're amazing at what they do yeah you know i mean um and i i kind of really hope that they yeah i really hope they do a print mag i want to see a good print mag again I'm, yeah I, like i don't know you know social's just it's just a bit crap yeah <laughs> but, you no, know, I was thinking like, that the other day because I thought a bit about, you know, without getting too sort of geeky on it, but I just was thinking about the whole factory media thing, um, which if you don't know what um, we are talking about, basically factory media, which published a lot of the action sports magazines uh, back in the day and now, I mean, it's like 16 websites or something mad, isn't it? Across yeah. a lot of different sports and basically yeah. they've caught a lot of people and it looks like some titles getting caught, one of which is Sidewalk with all mutual friends just as some context yeah and anyway i was just thinking about it because it because I, I completely agree with you ultimately what they replaced print with wasn't good enough no as a, as a and i don't mean the people that ran the mags i just mean as a kind of business model almost you know yeah. it was like yeah because those things had such such substance 
and then stuff on the internet you you can very quickly f fall down a trap of like well we just got to chase views and clicks or whatever and and then yeah you lose what was great about something in the first place in the case of, of i think like a skateboarding magazine or a snowboarding magazine or whatever yeah and they've all struggled really yeah it's hard to i mean yeah i guess it's hard to adapt the the kind of modern times and i guess that you know i'm kind of going back on that thing about it should always evolve and kind of move forward yeah. but but to me like <laughs> the purest of me is you know you know, my wife got me a, a, a Thrasher subscription, do you know what I mean? Like at Christmas, do you know what I mean? And I kind of, that's one of my favorite things, do you know what I mean? Like it comes through the post because the only other, only other thing that comes through the post is builds, do you know what I mean? So it's like builds, <laughs> yeah. Thrasher Mag, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? like, yeah, yeah. Amazing, do you know what I mean? And you know, half the shit I already see on, do you know what I mean? Social anyway, which is annoying, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but, uh, but you know, at the same time, there's nothing better than having the, a magazine to flip through and kind of the, the smell, the look, you know, and maybe it's the the nostalgia of like those days when I first started skating and getting a mag and you just look at a picture, do you know what I mean, and, and stuff. But but at the same time, like there's an artistry, do you know what I mean, to yeah, to well, like getting a, tangible, a photo, it's a tangible thing. Yeah, you know, and and you know, and obviously, an amazing photo can just evoke so many memories and and just you know it can look sick you know you look at a picture of cardial or something like that like and it's just the style and the steez it's just like you know i don't know there's more to it and I, I just really hope i really hope those guys or something happens do you know what i mean like a, a maybe a new mag starts or something like that do you know what i mean and uh let's go back to print yeah you know? well it's also quite brutal isn't it you know yeah. you can you can spend 20 years dedicating yourself for for let's be frank fuck yeah. all money yeah. you know to something like that and then just get binned with like no payoff it's yeah. just it's just something horrible about it really yeah and it's that's yeah it's not right but you know there's never been money in i mean especially if you look in skateboarding well actually that's but that's just there, there is money in skateboarding so of course there is there's so yeah. much money in Sorry. skateboarding yeah. like that's again this is something that but, don brown mentioned the other week like yeah where the fuck's it all going <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly because there's a lot of people buying skate stuff out there yeah exactly but they need to buy it from skate shops. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, on. there's something in that, though, isn't there? Like, there is something about that, you, that it brings it back to that point. Supporting, you know, that those legitimate kind of heartfelt ventures is yeah. not a bad place to start, is it, really? No, exactly. So, yeah, my, my you know, my dream would be like a, a mag starts again and you can only buy it in skate shops. Yeah. That would be it, you know? There was an interesting thing on Gen <laughs> Company of the Week, though, which was asking all these kids, um, you know, so I guess like 16... 15, yeah. 14, who were all wearing like, you know, Nikes and Adidas yeah. and Vans yeah. and then asking them like, why the, why are you wearing those shoes and what do you think of stuff like S and, yeah. and they were pretty much like, yeah, they're all shit, those brands, you know, yeah. like, it's, just, yeah. it's, it's uh, that's something enough to make you feel like an old fart, isn't it really? Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm a, obviously I'm a, I'm kind of Vans man through and through, yeah. do you know what I mean? Uh, <coughs> but that's been kind of from the early days and then I guess I'm fortunate to, to work at Vans, you know, and I've been there. Well, Vans has done 13, amazingly well to like completely yeah. navigate and still be legitimate and still yeah. be, be, have a place alongside those of the brands for sure. Yeah. And you know, there's, there's always haters, do you know what I mean? As yeah. well. But I mean, but, uh, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion, do you know yeah. what I mean? But, uh, you know, I, I've been there 13 years and I've, I've, you know, that's a brand that supports skateboarding a hundred percent. Yeah. 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 You know? well, it's in the DNA, isn't it? They put, like, no yeah. Doubt put so much but but equally you know uh, i have you know such a soft spot for the soltech brands do you know what i mean like yeah. america s do you know what i mean like lakai and stuff like that i mean you know could should could should be buying that as well yeah do you know what i mean like 
that's proper skate brand. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, um, yeah. So, you know, I don't know. Sorry. Sorry, the other brands. But, you know, I just think, yeah, like Vans, you know, S, America. Well, it's Harrods, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? You know, yeah. that's, that's my, my kind of uh, cup of tea. Yeah. yeah. So how much are you skating these days? Oh, not that often. Right. You've got a mini though, right? <laughs> yeah, I've got a mini ramp in the garden, which is, uh, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Although yeah. it doesn't need a resurface, but uh, but yeah, no. So I've got a mini in the garden. I mean, so. in in a lot of ways, that's dream fulfilled, isn't it? Right there. Yeah, exactly. So we're we're kind of fortunate. We we moved into or we moved to a house, and uh, we're in the middle of nowhere, essentially. And uh, I think we were there a few weeks, and I, I sort of said to the wife, I was like, oh, uh, I'd love to have a mini ramp in the garden. She's like, we'll do it. So uh, yeah, needed to say two weeks later it was built. Great. <laughs> you know, so yeah, it was done. So uh, yeah, it's, I mean it's awesome to have, and I've had so many rad like sessions just in the evening, like sunsetting. Put on my boombox with '90s tunes, take me back to my period. You know yeah, then? yeah, and, uh, great. And just uh, yeah, have a cruise and stuff. But uh, yeah, you know it's it's nice to have. But but in terms of skating, I mean, I try and go when I can. It's kind of more. I just have to feel right to kind of go out because yeah. my, my body is a bit knackered these days and, you know, um, I have to kind of take it easy a bit. But it's actually more so that uh, I have a family now, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, you're you busy. Know, you're yeah, I'm busy with two, work and then I've got two kids two and, and the wife as well. And it's like, you know, that's that's kind of, I guess, what I wake up for and try and kind of make sure I support that first. Of and, course. and then skateboarding's like, if I've got some time to maybe go, then then I'll go but you know yeah you know I guess I like to think you know got a fair few years still so yeah yeah you know this is just let the kids grow up and then and then you know I'll be able to go out and cruise a bit more but yeah are, you, are the kids skating not really no I mean uh Lenny who's my boy um I mean he sort of as a go every now and again but he's like football obsessed so um he's oh, I footy. saw you've actually you know on the Saturday morning yeah Saturday morning yeah, football yeah. run and uh training and then Sunday for games so yeah I'm, uh, I'm now weekends have gone yeah that's you but that's uh, you till he's 16 yeah and then uh Etta who's our, our little lady who's uh three years old now actually um I she's mean she's, she's a proper firecracker yeah um but she's uh Dumb and dumber. Yeah, I call them dumb and dumber. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I, I, yeah, I do like them as dumb and dumber because that's pretty much what they're like. But yeah. but actually, she's 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 quite up for skating. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she's like like fearless basically. She she just like jumps on her board and she'll just start trying to do stuff. And it's, right. You almost like being the parent like ah. Do you know what I mean? Trying to not stop her. Do you know what I mean? But you just like you're yeah. three. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. you know what like you doing? what you doing? Like yeah. you know she probably stand at the top of the ramp and try and drop in do you know what I mean if you left her alone do you know right. what I mean? but like yeah so you, you got to kind of watch her more but I think that's second child syndrome sort of you know yeah. watch someone do something and she just does it <laughs> do you know yeah I mean? so, so I reckon I reckon she'll be a skater yeah that's what I reckon do you know what I mean but uh we'll wait and see but yeah yeah but I don't know yeah I mean skating wise apart from the mini then um there's a friend of mine uh Ben uh Sutcliffe and uh Russell uh or Russ Cowling um kind of two boys same kind of age and stuff like that we're in the sort of similar same villages we've all got kids we all hang out and i just go skate with them do you know what i mean like when we can and we just go like a local well fairly local park and we just just all three of us like do you know what i mean just kind of try and relearn tricks and that sounds fun have a laugh do you know what i mean like you know yeah. it's proper like granddad skating do you know what i mean but yeah uh, yeah but uh you know we, that's what we, we still got it we still got it that's what we do as well like yeah. before work Get the level, get there about eight, half yeah. seven, eight. Make yeah. sure there's no one that can actually skate around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or if like you know, and then if we turn up at parks and it's like, 
there's so many amazing riders now do you know what I mean but it's like a turn up at a park and it's like a kid will do like every trick yeah, right in front of you it's actually mad isn't it how, and, good, how good everyone is now yeah it's insane do you know what I mean but it's just it's so busy I can't handle busy yeah like, I mean I you know if I skate I kind of want the park just to me and my mates yeah exactly. <laughs> that's, it. that's, that's, that's the door patrol man yeah, yeah so uh yeah it's often uh i don't know maybe a late night session at woodbridge or something like that which is a park near us um, yeah or uh yeah or just try and go outside and skate the ramp when i can but but yeah i'm a bit of a slacker when it comes to skating well these days. you know like yeah. you say it's always in you isn't it yeah yeah exactly yeah well that has flown by wow yeah so i've got i've got one more for you um <laughs> which is actually from pete Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so he was telling me some story about some bet you had about growing your hair for a year. Yeah. And yeah. then there was a, you were going to get, he was going to buy you a record. Album of my choice. Yeah. yeah. So what was the album? That's what I wanted to So know. it was uh, Santana and it was, uh, I think it's Borboletta, I think it's called. Santana. Yeah. Wow, that's a deep, deep cut right yeah. there. <laughs> so, uh, so I guess when, yeah, when it ties back to the uh, music thing already, like, so the, the kind of the first, band i really got into was santana really yeah you so know we're what, talking old school santana. that's funny because i watched santana at woodstock yesterday oh wow on uh the soul, so good when they're playing the drums soul sacrifice yeah yeah dum, 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 dum. someone put some dum, on dum, um dum, dum. someone put some on youtube and i ended up watching it yeah I've, i absolutely love that clip yeah um because obviously you probably know the story that they, they did acid before and yeah they're yeah. all like 19 yeah. 20 aren't they they're properly off it and then they're just like jamming it's absolutely incredible absolutely blow the doors off don't they in yeah front of like half a million people whatever yeah i'm gonna put a link to it because it's, it's brilliant that's quite a funny coincidence yeah. right so you you um so you they, went to santana so yeah santana was my kind of thing and then i i, I kind of well obviously i don't know I, i've collected or bought vinyl for years do you know what i mean so i kind of have a a nice collection, do you know what I mean? It's yeah, not enough, yeah. but I mean, you know, but I've got a kind of a, quite an eclectic kind of taste and quite an eclectic collection. But um, yeah, so Santana was probably the first band that I kind of started buying records for. So I kind of, I got, sounds crazy, I got their first 12 albums wow. on vinyl. Right. Um, and the old stuff is really good. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like when you get into the more modern, I mean, I mean, he's an amazing guitarist. Well, they went all you know I mean? quite fusion. It goes, it? yeah, and a bit gaudy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, but. Uh, I mean, they were just a fucking mental kick ass band, yeah. weren't they? Like, yeah, for, back in the day. For like sort of three or four years, like, you know, they banged yeah. it out. I mean, those four, the first four albums are just incredible. Yeah. You know I mean? So if you haven't got them, then, then get them. But um, so, yeah, there was, there was one missing from my collection. And right, was, and that, that was, was the, the Borboletta, and, and uh, it's like a, I think it's Borboletta. I'm going to sound really bad if I don't know, considering I'm such a fan of Santana. But uh, the it's like a blue cover with a butterfly on. Right. Um, and so basically, Pete said like, "Grow your hair for a year, like, and I'll buy you an album of your choice." So right. I did that, and I think that's where I started wearing hats, and uh, that's probably why I'm receding so much these days. Right. I mean, like, but uh, I had this mullet at the back of my head after a year. <laughs> it was horrific, but uh, you know, I, I did it. I can't pitch you with uh, like a year's worth of hair growth. Yeah, no, I've never really had hair. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> um, I always remember you having really short hair, like when you used to see the old pics and that back yeah. in the day. So he bought me. Uh, so then, yeah, basically, I called this album, and like strangely, at that time, it was really hard to get that album. Like, yeah, well, it was I so hard. It was a bit then. like the the skate thing we were talking about. I mean, I remember reading about Can. Yeah, and you just couldn't get a can record. Yeah, anywhere, and I and I ended up um, 
seeing Suno over Babaluma in a in yeah. a shop and just buying it straight away. Yeah, know, yeah. just because it was just like, oh my god, that, that's that band. Yeah, you, know, you just couldn't get stuff, could you? No, exactly. And then Pete like got one. Do you know what I mean? After like probably four months, maybe afterwards. Do you know what I mean? And he just delivered it to me, and it was like, oh my god, amazing. I've got it, and yeah. it finished my collection. Do you know what I mean? And then, uh, uh, yeah, that no, was sick. Another rad one actually in terms of albums, which is uh, it was actually back in the US, and uh, I was in uh, Santa Rosa with Manzori. And uh, it was around the time of like video days. It was out yep. online video, and Gons, yeah, yeah. Gons was skating to the Coltrane track. Yeah, and kind of no one really knew what it was, but then like found out, I guess, eventually what it was, which is uh, training in um, on the album. And uh, I was like, oh, you know, it's this. It's this is the track. And like, so me and Manzori like skating to this like local uh, record store near his. And, right. Uh, and again, it was like the days where you just couldn't get anything. Do you know what I mean? Like from I don't know from the shit kind of stores you know what I mean but, yeah, uh, yeah. but uh, and we went into this like record shop and they had like a copy on vinyl and a copy on CD and it's like I had to I had to call it then and go Mike you can have the vinyl one Amazing. I'll get the CD because obviously I'm travelling do you know what I mean yeah 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 and uh, we, we literally like skated back like kids do you know what I mean you know got back and it's like you know you just put it on the record player and we just sat down and it's like oh, brilliant what a moment yeah you know? yeah, yeah I forgot he has that Coltrane track doesn't he yeah what a fucking nutter yeah, ninety one. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna have Coltrane on there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Coltrane and the most amazing section. Yeah. just like so. Yeah, I mean, for, I mean, guns, cards. Do you know what I mean? There's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what can you say? Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, that's great, Al. Thanks. Really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thanks for doing it, man. It's all right. So there you go. That was my episode with Alan Rushbrook. Big thanks to Al for coming on the show. I know he was a little bit nervous about doing it, but I thought it turned out brilliantly, as I always knew it would. As ever, you can find full show notes over at my website, www.wearelookingsideways.com, where you'll also find my back catalogue, including interviews with other skateboarders like Don Brown, Pete Helicar, Lucy Adams, Tim Letton Boyce, Dan Adams of uh, Rad Magazine, links to my store to buy merch, links to my social media, and plenty more. You can also subscribe to my newsletter there, which will um, mean you'll receive a weekly email from me with five things I think are worth sharing every week, which seems to be going from strength to strength, actually. Now everybody's worked out that you've actually got to validate your own sign-up by clicking the link. We got there in the end, eh? Please do send me some suggestions as to which of the skateboarders you'd like to hear from. Unbelievably, it looks as though my Californian road trip is going to happen in February been planning that for a while now i'm gonna head, head over there with owen tozer my right hand man we are gonna hopefully travel up and down the state interviewing as many people as possible the crack in america tour i think i might call it so i'd love to know who you think i should speak to big thanks to my friends at visit california for humoring me and all my requests on that one nice segue into housekeeping corner eh? and yeah i've got some news about this whole brand collab thing that i've been discussing every now and again following my recent trip to amsterdam to visit my friends at patagonia now i headed over there to continue the ongoing conversations we've been having about collaborating in some way and it looks as though i'm going to be doing an entirely new uh, series of shows for Bat- patagonia in which uh, I explore issues of environmentalism and activism in our little extended world, which obviously I'm very excited about. Now, we're very much at the planning stage. So if you've got a story or an individual that you think I should know about for this concept, or you've got ideas on format, then please get in touch. Let me know about it. We're going to keep planning things over the next few months. Um, I'm hoping to get the first three episodes out of that. 
over the next uh over the early part of 2019 um yeah but you'll hear about it here of course elsewhere people love the dave mailman episode and even seem to enjoy the fact that it clocked in over two hours long food for thought there for all of us i think i'll be back over the coming weeks with a trio of episodes from my recent trip to the Kendall Festival, where I interviewed climber and adventurer Leo Holding, snowboarder Jenny Jones, and photographer Dan Milner, and an eclectic, thought-provoking, and inspiring group of chinwags they are, if I do say so myself. I've also got a Christmas special coming up this year, which I'm quite likely to release on Christmas Day, I think, in another example of me following a classic podcast trope especially if you listen to Adam Buxton. Thanks for that idea, Adam. Um, But yeah, in the meantime, I hope you enjoyed this one and I'll catch you next time. Nice one.